All right, okay. starting over what I was saying earlier. Hey I'm, guys, welcome to episode three of the Mapperin Podcast with your host, Hanger BJJ. And is that what we're doing now? We're going some, by our sometimes tags? Sometimes maybe co-host, Keenan Cornelius. Hanger BJJ, that's funny that you did that. Smart though. Brand, so what, what's brand, up, Josh? I'm branding myself. Good, good thinking. You know what I realized we, we didn't get to talk to about, about last time is um, your, your new jujitsu team. I thought you were going to say you're ninjutsu, which we also should talk about later on. When you're in the park and you're practicing your cartwheels and your forward rolls? Yeah, I actually, I used to do a lot of, uh, like, weapons training as a kid. Did you? Before jujitsu, yeah. That's what, that was my passion. Um, cool. So tell us about your new team. Oh. Or we're just getting right into it with that? Well, basically... We were what, supposed to talk about it last time, but we didn't. Yeah, what happened oh, was... Also, now that I've interrupted you twice, I just want to remind you, don't fucking interrupt me anymore. That's, so, not, that's, not, how, that's not how teams work, okay? I know you're not a team player, but just don't interrupt me this episode, or I'll kick you. I can't promise that. Okay, carry on. Um, yeah, I started a new team. It, you can actually sign up under American Jiu-Jitsu Legion. Like, that's the thing at the end. Oh, sorry. That's that. why you press this. <laughs> okay. I can mute that part, though. Um, yeah, I started a new team because I have to build my own team now because n- no one will train with me in San Diego from autos. That's not Despite true. my best efforts. Well, I mean, it, they won't. Not not necessarily because they don't want to, but because they already have a training schedule I'll that they're tra- sticking to. I'll train with you. I just don't want to drive up to L.A. I'm literally live. I live here. But what I'm what I'm telling you is the problem is not that people don't want to train with me. I'm sure I could, they would train with me if the opportunity presented itself. The problem is, I'm like, hey, do you want to train Wednesday? And they're like, oh, Wednesday's the autos rest day. I'm gonna be real <laughs> tired. And it's like, okay, do you want to train Friday? And they're like, comp class is Friday morning. It's like no one wants to just come train with one guy. So you need to start a team. That's why I was forced to travel around the United States which was why it was super inconvenient timing to get kicked out of autos a month before Worlds because I couldn't build a training camp here. I had to just uproot myself and leave and travel around the world. Luckily, which I think is the situation is ironic for me, because the, the very reason that I was kicked out by being not a team player, as you put it, and not pushing <laughs> like autos as the brand and like hyping it up because I hyped up my own brand, I could afford to just like up and leave and that, go to New that, York. Is that the issue? And train. That was one of the issues, I, in my, I believe. Brand versus brand? Yeah, I think there is a conflict of interest there in some way. And I, because of that conflict of interest, I actually had the flexibility and the money. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, right. Stop fiddling it, with my knob, bro. No, it's not your knob. It's my knob. Okay, okay. You, you always, you're so obsessed with the sound of your own voice, you narcissistic podcaster. Never seen someone so in love with the sound of their own you know that was lips. Your, that was your knob. Anyways, so you're starting a team. It's called their own lips licking. It's called Legion. You're just over there. It's like it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just it's called Legion. Time. It's Legion is more of like the the thing you can sign up under. It's called the the I, I don't remember what I named it actually, but the IBJ, IBJJF did approve it. And you can sign up under my team if you want to. So if anyone doesn't have a team and they want to just go compete at something, you can just shoot me a message and I have the papers and I can sign your papers for you. So you're trying to do what the BJJ Globetrotters do? No. I'm trying. I'm starting a legitimate team just like them, but without uh, – yeah, it's selective. But right now I don't have anyone, but Damn. I will soon when I open my gym. So are you going to make access to your team available before your gym is open? 
it's already a accessible. So anyone can sign up under your team. If I sign their papers, yeah. That's how it works when you have a team. You can attention, sign papers. Attention all blue belts. I can belts. also promote people and... Attention all blue belts. Send Keenan your messages and beg him to be I posted about this on Instagram a while ago. My actual, the actual process of me filling the paper out and then sending it and then getting approval. And yeah, I have... The thing is, if I know you... Amer it's either Legion, American Jiu-Jitsu, or Ju um, Legion. Or it's either American Jiu-Jitsu, Legion. I don't know. I forgot already. But when it gets more serious, I will promote it more the problem with you is i know you really are not good at doing paperwork but you know what i am good at doing jujitsu identifying what i'm not good at and finding the right people to do those things ah uh, and i'm not stingy with like delegation money. yeah i'm not a, i'm not a money Maybe. i'm not a penny pincher so i'm willing to like spend money that i do make from like lapel encyclopedia and my website i am willing to bring on people to my crew my team like my actual business team, which I do have. I just want to make that clear. Like a lot of people think that like I run the Keenan Online Instagram page, and they're like, "Why is Keenan always talking in the third person?" And they're like, "Did you really just say this about yourself in the third person?" I'm like, "Bro, I have two Instagram pages with almost a hundred thousand followers on each. Like, I can't do both of them." Well, my my page has way more than that, but but the Keenan Online. Page so wait a second. Them. When I'm DMing you, I'm not actually DMing you. My personal page is me. The Keenan Online page is a group of five other people that manage various things around my website. Including Sunshine? Yeah, Sunshine's on there. Okay. He's, he's the main person that people talk to on my stuff. Like Keenan Online, if you have questions or things like that, it goes to him. Yeah. What do you think about these no-touch knockouts? Like People have been watching. I don't this. understand. This, like, this is what your team's going to be all about, right? Basically. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. That's a real wrist lock. How come that's never worked? How come that's never happened? Well, that event? that these wrist locks are legitimate, and I don't want you to talk shit about wrist locks because I'm fond of them. No, wrist locks are cool. Because remember we made that seven deadly wrist locks video. But yeah, was, that's was, my was, most viewed video. And it was actually time. eight videos. I it was it's actually coming, eight. It's coming up on two million views. It now. was seven deadly wrist locks, but it was actually eight. The cool thing about that video is it transcended all martial arts, and it was wasn't just about jujitsu because wrist locks are like aikido. It's like this no touch bullshit. It's all in one. So that video, like all the comments are not jujitsu guys. They're like people saying, well, yeah, that'll work until he punches you in the face. They're like, <laughs> See, jujitsu just stole this from Aikido. It's like all these different <laughs> styles, like going to battle in the comments. It's pretty entertaining. Speaking of on the last episode, we said to submit your topics to the comments and I never checked them. Did you read the comments on the uh, last episode? I got a few. Yeah, we got a few. Do you, do you, did you write them down or should we look at them? What the people said? Well, we can get into that later, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, I was curious about... I just want people to know on the camera that we're filming with, my posture is really bad right now, but it's because I have to lean close to the mic because I can't sit up straight far away because you can't, then you can't hear me, right? It doesn't sound It doesn't so sound as good, so sorry um, about my... Did you notice that Marigali called you out? Yeah, and did you see what the Keen Online page wrote back? I didn't, but... <laughs> it was so funny. It is interesting that you just beat him, and then he just felt the need to call you out on a different rule set. Right, he called you out. Yeah, fight, and fight I hate those rule set. The last time I competed in that rule set, and I think even Gordon was like making fun of me, saying because I because we talked about in the podcast about how EBI rules are stupid and that I wouldn't do those rules. Yeah, and then he posted on his story saying that, um, but you'll do the third coast grappling rules where you start on someone's back or something. But that's not true, actually. When I fought for them, I I had in the contract that it would just be a normal fight with their tech fall rule. So first eleven points wins, but there would be no overtime. It would just be a normal match, 10-minute match. Yeah. And then what's funny is even though 
even though we had that as the rule, the 11 uh, point tech fall thing. Um, he got to 11 points within like a minute and a half. And they were like, uh, like they didn't want to stop it. Cause like, wait, they brought, brought me out there. They had to pay all the fighters and it's a minute of action. It's like, they didn't really think that through so they didn't stop the fight and i looked up after there was like 15 points on the board and they're just like no one said anything they were supposed to stop the they're match. supposed to stop the match yeah and, they, and, they and so i just kept going and then when i got to the point where i had um like 33 points or something they stopped giving me points what yeah and so like i i had would have this had was more third points. coast grappling yeah but it was their first event they're probably just still ironing things out it was like last year or two years ago uh it was la- it was in january of this year oh who'd you fight tex johnson Oh, that's right. I yeah, in that. a gi. Nice. I think he might have injured himself, like, walking onto the mat. If you watch the video, he, like, did, like, a jump and, like, hit his head really hard on the, like, a low beam. And I think he might have injured himself. He came, um, he came into office yesterday. Oh, yeah, he's, he's training down. Him. He's training down here, yeah. I trained him last night. And uh, he grabbed my ankle. And then I, uh, real quickly, the uh, the image of him breaking a baseball bat. You tapped really fast. I just, yeah, I just didn't even, I didn't even fuck with it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't I saw him People's break a baseball bat. Ankle locks is crazy to me because I've just never really been susceptible. No, but to look, te- Tex is like, oh. yeah, he had me in them too, and I didn't feel the danger that everyone talks about, or I didn't feel the baseball bat breaking power. And I asked him after, I was like, I don't know, like, what was the problem? And he was like, I don't know, your le- your ankles just feel weird. I just can't ankle lock them. So I think that something like that happened. I'm trying to find a nice video for our friends to watch. Oh, look, it's our old podcast. Episodes. Yeah, just make sure that you. Use our content because if you use other people's content on full screen, they can flag it for copyright unless we're providing uh, analysis. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. But okay, so seriously, though, back, I would say back. don't even worry about this because this is gonna be the smaller picture and picture of this main video. Right. So you can play whatever actually, and I can just cut it out as we need if we do that. So. So anyways, back to Marigali. So I find, oh, yeah. I find it super annoying that someone loses a match and then immediately calls you out again for another match in a different rule set. It's like, bro, you just lost. First, And, and I find, look, I find that this has happened to me a lot, especially when I was in Thailand, and there's a lot of Russian guys in Thailand. And I, I'm not, like, talking shit about Russians. I love Russians. But they do that a lot. Like, if you train with a tough Russian dude and you beat him, they always want to go, one more, one more. Uh-huh. And you beat him again, and it's like, one more, one more. It's like, how many times are we going to do this? Do you, what, do you just say no? I no, just, not usually. I usually I'll do one more. But if I say one more again after that, I say, no, come on, bro. Go go train somewhere else. Hmm. Give me a break. I'm not going to really, sit here and do rounds with you over and over again ways. until you win. And then you get to go. I'm doing my best not to interrupt you here. Thanks. There's ways to uh, like deal with those situations really tactfully. You can be like, oh, I just I, I told this guy to roll with him next. Sorry. Like, yeah, we rolled, rolled twice. I had to do that with Philippe Pena. At Homolos, we rolled, and Philippe is the kind of guy that if he rolls with you and the match is good, he just wants to keep going. And at Homolos, they have this kind of mat rule where if the partner you're going with wants to keep going, you have to keep going with them at least one round, I think is how it works. So, like, when the time is up, if they say, no, keep going, you don't get to rest. You have to go the next round with them from, like, the rest time. Like, you just keep rolling. So you can get, like, a double round in if you want with that person. And so with Philippe, we were rolling, and we had a good first round, and then he wanted Wait, to keep going. Pana. Fleet Pana, yeah. But you guys were there at the same time. Yeah, we trained for for Worlds for like the last two weeks together. Oh. And um, he kept asking me to roll. And the, the the day prior, he had beat me up and he had tapped me in the round. So like we did multiple rounds and then he kind of won that series of rounds. He got a submission in the rounds. And then the next day, I did better. 
like I didn't, I didn't, I finally, I, I took his back or something where like on, on, I was on his back and I like was like, okay, I'm winning this set of rounds today. And, but he would not stop because I had that point lead. He just kept going like four rounds in a row. Like, let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. And normally I'm <laughs> like, I can do that. Like normally I have really good cardio for that kind of thing. But when you're going against a really high level guy like that, you can't keep that pace forever. Like you can't, no, like both, sure. he has incredible endurance muscular endurance cardio like he just he was able to just keep going with that same pace he's kind of like a handsome frankenstein or like a handsome zombie is what i would describe you think pen is handsome i think so yeah i think he's a good looking guy you know i don't have an i don't have a comment i think i think no no comment you can't you can't admire another man's i can't i I can i just don't think penna is well why don't you just say no well i don't want to he's not he's not not handsome He's not, I, don't not think, I, don't, I don't think he's a troll. He's handsome. I don't think he's a troll-looking kind of guy. I, what do you think of that guy right there? Handsome? Not look, handsome. Look at that hairy back of Rustam, though. Can we go back and watch that again? I, it's a, that was actually his rash guard, I think. No, that was like Rustam's back. It's pretty hairy. It's a rash guard made of human hair. <laughs> it's a carpet on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Rustam's tough, man. I'm, 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 I know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm interested to fight at him at AC, ADCC. All right. Is he on your side? I, I don't. The bracket don't hasn't been made yet. I've heard rumors, and I don't think the he bracket has not been made yet. I think he's on my yet. side, unfortunately. But he's just an odd guy, you know, like just a weird style. Super um, good wrestling. Do you want to know a funny down. story about about Rustam and me? Yes. Fuck yes. So, uh, we I, I fought Rustam my first time in like somewhat of a professional grappling tournament. There was a Grappler's Quest back in 2011, and I was a purple belt, and I entered the the absolute expert grapplers quest thing it was like prize money i think it was it was pretty significant prize money back in the day dollars i think it was more than a thousand it was like it's like when i fought monson it was like three thousand or something like it was significant and i entered the division and rostam was in it another one of the sambo guys from the east coast was in it um dj entered uh there were some like notable mma guys in it travis stevens was in it it was on the east coast it was on the east coast yeah and i was a purple i was 19 or just turning 20 i think and i fought rostam and I won the division. I beat him. I took his back um, with like a reverse Delheva move. Uh-huh. And then we fought a few more times since then. Only at ADCC though, and the matches have always been super, super close, like rep decisions, like or barely. He's, he's hard to score on. Yeah, he's an amazing wrestler, and so um, he's kind of an enigma in this in the scene amongst pro grapplers. Right. We, everyone knows Rustam, right? But like everyone who knows pro grapplers doesn't know Rustam. You know, that's a risky move. Plain lifting up cords and playing just be quiet and keep talking you should not do that okay that's gonna fuck things up uh so anyways he's like kind of a that that enigmatic character amongst the the grapplers and everyone like has a respect and admiration for him i would say and maybe even a little bit of fear because he's missing fingers on his hand is he actually missing he's missing fingers and he it seems like how many fingers i don't know but it seems like he misses more and more throughout the year. <laughs> every two and years so, at adcc he's missing another yeah finger. <laughs> so i'm sitting outside of the 80s i'm sitting outside of the sauna where everyone's doing their their pre-fight day cuts and i'm talking to dj dj jackson and i mentioned that i had uh something about rustam like being in my division blah 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 and so anyways as i was saying rustam is an enigma rustam is an enigma and i was sitting there with dj jackson uh talking about um bro, we, gotta play, we gotta play a video while you talk bro you don't, because that is the video. Oh. They're recording that. You can play whatever you want, though, but it's not important. So, anyways, I'm sitting outside of the, the sauna with DJ, and I am not using the sauna because I, I don't do those, like, water weight cuts, you know? 
and I start talking about his I start talking about his fingers and I'm like yeah and I made the same joke to DJ I was like it seems like he's missing more he's missing more fingers every year year. and DJ just is looking at me weird and I'm like why are you looking at me like that and he like goes like this with his head Uh, and I'm like what are you doing and he's like he's right there (laughs) (laughs) standing right behind you and he he was like coming out of the sauna and apparently you can hear almost everything from within the sauna which I didn't know because I'd never been in the sauna so I had just like talked about all of his missing fingers right in front of him and he just kind of came out and looked at me that's interesting interesting filter there and he just kind of stared at me, and I was like, maybe he doesn't speak English? I was thinking about it. I was like, the guy lives in America. Of no, course he speaks, he speaks English, English, and of course he's going to murder me later tonight uh-uh. in my hotel room or something. And uh, I didn't have to fight him, so I didn't have to worry about it. What year was that? That was the last ADCC. Yeah, this was like last Hel- year. In Helsinki. It was last, yeah. Who, so, who, you, who, if you had to pick someone to fight first round, you get to pick whoever you want. Who, who would you want to fight first round? Uh probably someone that no one's ever heard of i don't know the, the nobody in the, the division the easiest division the yeah. easiest guy yeah i don't want a hard, why would i want a hard round i wanted, I, I wanted Shanji i don't round. look at like that like i saw the article there's an article no no it wasn't an article there's been two interviews now that i've seen one from kainan and one from Herber santos or Herber santos was just an instagram post or something saying like who they want to fight like who do you want to fight right. and people ask me that all the time and i'm not like what do you mean? Like, no, no one. I don't want to fight an- anyone. Like, no what one. do I have? Like, I have to, like, I'm going to prove something from fighting someone. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I could, I, I used to say that cause I used to want to fight Philippe Pena back in the day. Cause we were both purple belt, uh, absolute ch- double gold champions. And I thought it'd be cool to like have yeah, when you're an up and comer, you want to fight guys. Okay. So yeah, now, nowadays I don't want to, you don't think you're an up and comer anymore. I mean, you're not like a rising star anymore. I'm a I'm a fading star. Your star, bro. Your star is I'm, already I'm a risen. Star. Now it's falling. <laughs> I'm a falling star. I'm picking up speed. You hit that pinnacle, and then now you're on the downturn. No, I, I think I have the best is yet to come. How old are you? 27. Yeah, you're on the downturn, bro. You're on the downturn, Definitely. bro. You're no, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> where you're at is where the downturn comes. Every year. Ten years from now, I, ten years from now, I will be your age. Think about that. I don't, and you're still fighting and winning. So if my body survives, but that's just it. I didn't put the miles on my body the way you guys did at a young age. Well, that's why I don't understand why people gave me so much shit at autos for not being there all the time. It's like, dude, I've already been doing this for the last seven years full time. Like, let me have my time to recover and get my, my mental and my physical things in, in order, which was the, fir- the reason I had to stop in 2016 i went through like sort of like a depressive state because there's all this pressure to train hardcore and my neck was falling apart and i had dislocated my kneecap why, and was, just, why was your neck falling apart from you dude <laughs> from you grabbing my neck every day in training and then all of the crazy wrestling drills we were doing that was like insanity 30 second drills starting with single legs and just people pounding on my head for 30 just, seconds just without hours, being two hours of fully warmed up yeah so you just need more recovery time. I need, yeah, I need more recovery time because, uh, yeah, because I'm too much for you to handle. Not you, man. You're easy to handle. You just contradicted You're, yourself. No, I've said you hurt my neck. That doesn't mean it's hard for me to train with you. It just Whatever, means if you bro. grab my head, you're rude about it and try I'm, and twist I'm it I'm not. Off. I don't put my fingers in your mouth or anything. I'm pretty sure at some point you've tried that. It's, I've done it on accident. I've definitely yeah. cut my finger on your tooth. That's definitely happened. The sharp one right here. Yeah, that sharp one right there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I got a sharp tooth. Uh, but yeah, as far as Marigali calling me out, um, 
I thought it was funny he chose to like choose me selling DVDs as a right. point of contention. Right. Like, why is us. that an insult? Keep selling your DVDs. I, I think I, it like, sort of, of seemed like like oh I like you care more about money than about competing or something. This is what I don't understand with a lot of these competitors. Like, let me just tell you this: that like the DVD sale profited probably twenty to twenty-five times more than a fight with Marigali would have. Okay, let's brag about how much money. No, I'm just saying, like, why make fun of someone for like? No, it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Of course. Yeah, I'm injured. I hurt my rib at Worlds. I'm not going to fight at third. Like he said, you could you could be here. It could have been you. He said. But it wasn't because I'm injured and I can't go fight. As if you missed out on something yeah. special. Like, thanks. You, know, you, you just beat him like three weeks ago. Yeah. I what, mean, it was good. That, that fight, it's not like I dominated him or anything. It was no. a strategic fight. So my question is, does he think he has a better chance of beating you in a submission-only match? I would say that's in his favor. Yeah? Yeah. Do, like, But I, there's, I don't see the point of like calling me out. You should tell him to go beat someone first and then come back to you. That'd be funny. I should. I was thinking after he said that, I thought I thought it would be the funniest, like just for comedy, just to never fight him again ever under any circumstances. Like just be like, nope, sorry, never, never gonna happen. <laughs> never gonna happen, bro. Well, that's you had your I, shot. That's how I feel with Tanner Rice. But that's not. It's not really realistic because you're, you're gonna fight these people again at, at open tournaments. I don't have to ever find Tanner ever again. Never like a, we're never in the same division. I only met him in the open class. In an open class, so you just never do an open class again. Yeah, so I'm just never going to... Only if Tanner's in there, I'm not going to do it. Because I don't want to give him a chance to get get me back. I think people... I think people, grapplers in jiu-jitsu get really caught up. They see one person do something successfully, like the shit-talking thing, like Gordon or whatever, or the, even the people who aren't winning. Gordon's actually taking after Dylan, huh? He saw what, I, he saw what Dylan did to get so I many followers. I think people see what MMA fighters do. Is Gordon trying to be like Dylan? No, I kind don't of. think so. You can't compare the two because... Dylan says ridiculous things. Gordon's things are based in his actual beliefs. Dylan just says stuff for attention. Like, I, there's no way he believes the things that he says, unless he's like absolutely delusional, which he might be. But what but about AJ? AJ also. AJ also is like at that these same are, level, these are so. the three bad seeds but of jujitsu. It's not even bad. It's just like tacky. <laughs> it seems like tacky was a really rude Gord- message that Gordon left me on his Instagram about. Uh, he took he took half a sentence that I said out of episode two, took it out of context, and then talked shit but, to me about but, it. <laughs> but what I'm, the difference is Gordon beats people, and he knows like that he can ride that wave of beating people and calling people out, and people are scared to fight him. So people it, will not fight him. So it's okay to be a dickhead if you're winning. Is that what it's, you're saying? I don't think people like you could be you're a dickhead sometimes. Not in the public sphere. I'm only That's like, even worse. No, it's not. Like giving <laughs> yeah, your I'm friends, a giving your friends <laughs> shit is not the same as well, it, being a dickhead. Yeah, if you're like playing around in public, like, you can be mean sometimes. Do I hurt your feelings? Not mine. I'm the one who has to be a dickhead back to you to keep you in line. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't like that word, what, dickhead. Though what, I, I would say more. It's more about just being abrasive. You're abrasive sometimes. Me? It's I, think, I think Gordon is abrasive to people in the community. I'm just being honest. That's abrasive. People can't handle the truth. Yeah, I don't think what Gordon says is ever the truth. It, but the thing is, he actually believes it. So in his eyes, it is the truth. That's the thing about Gordon, why he wins. He actually believes all of the ridiculous things he says. And then he backs up the ridiculous things by doing ridiculous things and actually like doing what he said. Because so he's a- so ridiculously overconfident to the point that it works for him really well. So it's okay to be a dickhead if you win. Abrasive. It's okay to be Ab- abrasive. Abrasive if you win. 
it's okay to be whoever you want to be, whenever you want. Actually, I, agree. I, I do agree with that sentiment. Everyone should just be themselves. Just be yourselves. If that's who you are, just be you. I agree. It, it works for them. I agree kind with that. Kind of. I mean, not really for AJ. I agree But it that. works for the other two. <laughs> I just want to clarify my point that Gordon attacked me on. Um, he was Okay, but that don't you understand? If you don't want to like let that strategy work for him, you can't acknowledge it. Oh. So you already failed. You already but failed. I just didn't, I didn't appreciate his spreading of misinformation that we also talked about on the last episode. So it was so ironic that he picked on that episode to talk and spread misinformation. I think it was because on that episode... We were talking about misinformation. We were talking about John Danaher, and you know he really loves John Danaher's teaching and really attributes all of his success and technique to that guy. I think he probably got... He's probably sad. Probably, probably stemmed from a place of sadness. I think, I think he has. That we hurt his I, No, he, he definitely needs. Because me and Gordon are good friends. Like I talk to him all the time. He definitely needs to see a therapist, and he's very bitter and angry. But that's it's it's he's not though. He's not. No, it's okay. literally it's like that's just a, it's a persona. Well, anyway, just the, like everyone says, like oh, he's such a nice guy in person. Well, the like point, he does believe these things, but he also knows how to turn it off and, and like. I'm just going to clarify my stance that he uh, took out of context. What did he say? Well, no, because I was saying that I don't care to preach to people about the correct and incorrect way of oh, doing yeah. jiu-jitsu. I'd, and what I was saying is, like, if someone wants to do something their own way, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with them about it being right or wrong. I don't care. That's the difference. It's not that I don't believe there's a right or wrong way to do it. I just don't care to argue with someone. Like, I do it the way I do it, and that's how I'm going to do it. Unless I'm talking to you for about the worm guard or something. And yeah, he took the term very. He took it very literally. What you said. Yeah, he took half a sentence out of a whole it was conversation. Not necessarily literal. And but then, I think that was also probably. I mean, I'm not speaking for him, but it probably was just to say something on the internet to get attention. And right, he wanted his out. attention, but like it was so interesting that he chose to. He, and when he I chose, say that, listen, he chose to lecture me about doing jujitsu a correct way and an incorrect way because it's all based on biomechanics, and yet. He's out on the injured list because he did a technique incorrectly against Joao Gabriel Hosha and broke his own leg. He would say, so, yeah, so there definitely is a way to do techniques correctly and incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> and the way he did it against Joao was incorrect, obviously. Because that hurt so him? He should probably just shut up. Oh, man. Or not. <laughs> it's fine. I don't it doesn't know. bother me. It's just don't like, don't spread misinformation, man. I don't know. That's between you guys. Yeah, it's whatever. You guys are gonna have to talk it out. Cause you, I sent him a message. He didn't message me back though. You can't fight it out. He wants to. He wants to fight it out in public. He doesn't want to fight it out in private. He wants everyone to see it. Okay. That's the name of his game. Let's move on. But we can't watch Lovato and me. Lovato killed me right here. Definitely can't watch this match. What have you been up to this last week? Uh, a lot of lifting weights, man. I'm trying to gain something. Have you been training? I have. I trained. I train every evening, and I've been lifting weights in the. Uh, in the mornings. the mornings, mornings, weightlifting in the mornings, and then training jujitsu in the evenings. And I started running again, which I fucking hate doing. But I notice when I run, my endurance becomes super good. Really, I hate running. I hate it so much, but I do it. I do it because I have to do it. Mm. I don't enjoy it though. When's the last time you ran? Recording. Yep. Yeah. So this is segment three. I've had uh, two segments fail because my computer got full, became full. I forgot about. Never admit to your own incompetence. I, for, I forgot that video files take up a lot of memory. So yeah, a whole one gigabyte, which he yes. didn't have available on his my, five gigabytes. My computer is memory, full of videos, of, full of videos of me kicking your ass. Oh yeah, you've been recording it. Yeah, secretly. It's blackmail. Oh, should we watch this match again? Dude. No. You do realize I edit these videos. I will just take out whatever 
mean things you say about me. Actually, I don't. I leave it right where it is. No, let's keep it raw. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. What were we talking about? You asked what I've been up to this week, and I said I've been lifting a lot of weights. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get big, bro. I'm not 88 kilos. 80, 88 is the division for ADCC, and that's 100. You're lighter than that? It's 195 pounds, and I never weigh 195 pounds. Oh, yeah, pounds. you're a middleweight. I weigh 100. Yeah, you're a full two feet short, shorter than me. Look in this video. I weigh. Uh, look at how much shorter. <laughs> God, that makes it so well, much that, worse. But yeah, but now look at me. Look who's taller now. Yeah, because I sat down. Yeah, you sat down like a little bitch. All right. Well, let's. Uh, do you want to? Anyways, the point is, I was saying, I'm I'm trying to gain weight for ADCC because it's 195, and my normal weight is 185. I'm 10 pounds oh. underweight. That's a lot. Yeah. Especially because everyone else is gonna cut from 200. I'm cutting from 210. Bro, serious? Yeah. You're 210 right now? Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm I was 210. I'm going to fuck I'm you just, up because you're going to be so When I saw the 210 number, I was like, maybe I should start like eating clean. Totally. I was hoping you were going to ask me who I wanted to fight first round. Eight who, <laughs> who do you want to fight you, first round? You, bitch. No, you don't. You do not want that fight. I sure. would like you in the semis, not the finals. The semis. But at the final You don't want me in the semis because then you won't make it to the finals. <laughs> You want that finals match, trust me. Hey, I think you have Craig Jones on your side. That's okay. You that, have Craig and I have Rustam. I think those are like... You, have you seen the bracket? Don't fucking lie to me. No, I'm just like... They, like If you seed it, think about the seeding. You're just thinking logically? Yeah. I'm I'm the first seed because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. second. But the gold medalist isn't uh, here. I'm the first seed. Bro. I am. Okay, I've, yeah. I've, You're the silver medalist. The multiple-time silver medalist champion <laughs> of ADCC. <laughs> The three-time silver medalist because the champion, champion vacated the division. Okay, and so, so and then me, how do you see that? We are else? not on the same team, so we won't be fighting semifinals. We're not on the same side. You would have he would have to put you and Mike together. Yeah. So and what about Calasans? Where does Calasans go? He's also off to us. Right, he might be on your side too, but no, they, they don't do that. It's only if you train together. So he could be on the other side. Okay, he could be on my side. Um, but then I think Craig is second or third seed why because he just like is knowing to be known to be good nogi probably like dude well who's the number one rank in 88 kilos in the world i don't know who is who is you don't know i don't know. come on you know i don't know who it is yeah you do i don't come on just take a guess i don't want to. he's sitting next to you i don't know <laughs> I got a question. How far away from me? I got a question for you for real, though. Do people who get invitations versus people who win the trials get more favorable positions in the bracket? Like, uh, so Craig was invited. I I was. I won the trials. Which one of us would get a more favorable position in the bracket? Based what is favorable though? I, I don't know. Just like not with you first round, like. Not a really hard match. Not a, it's not someone who's been on the podium of ADCC multiple times. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they would put any. No, I don't think they're going to put any notable nogi grapplers that people know. Everyone knows together. everyone. Eighty. It's it's a division full of notable guys. Really. Everyone in the division is notable. Who knows, notable. man? Who cares, even? If you want to win the whole thing, you have to beat everyone anyway. So the bracket order doesn't matter unless you are worried about not You're the winning. one talking about it. I was just you curious. You asked me. I'm not afraid. I can beat everyone in that division. Okay. I have no, no problem with that. So don't worry about the brackets then. I'm not worried. All right. I just want to know when, when I got to whip your ass. Semis or finals? It's going to be the finals. Okay. Or good, that if we were to meet there. 
Good. Why are we watching this match again? I'm tired of watching. You I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of watching myself beat you. All right, man. Pissing me off already. Do you believe in the death penalty? I, I, yeah, it exists. I think it, it's a real thing. Yes. Okay. You believe in its existence. Yeah. Do you believe it's uh, morally acceptable for the government to be able to execute human beings? What is uh, what gets the death penalty? What are the like crimes? rape, murder, like really bad shit, violent crimes, like I mean, like they're, robbery, they're, robbery, homicide. I would want to look at the numbers. Like what percentage of like rape? Uh, allegations are accurate. Like how many? How 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 often are they not? Like is that like is it a min, like super 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 small amount? Like point zero zero two percent? Is it more than that? Right. Like, are those numbers out there somewhere? And I get I get what you're you know? saying. Same thing with like murder. Like how many murderers so that's, are actually? Because so, you do hear about people who have been incarcerated for years and years and years, and then something new evidence arises and they're set free and they were wrongfully accused. Right. And so then the, it's like the they could, flawed. and then also, like maybe that person who was set free actually did it, and something else happened that like got him off, you know? Yeah. So what is? So answer the question. Uh, I think with like irrefutable evidence, like on video, like you have the person on video plus DNA, like it's just like so obvious. Then sure, but I mean, it's only in how many states? Just Texas? How many states even have it? It's just those those Texans wilding out all the time. Uh, I'm not sure how many states have it, but I, I was just curious. There it's are a, definitely so... crimes in this world that if you commit, you don't deserve to live. And you should be eliminated from the gene pool. But I would also say that... But the, the, you believe the justice, justice... There are certain people that have never committed crimes that should also be eliminated from the gene pool for like stu extreme stupidity. Like the Darwin Awards? Are you familiar with the Darwin Awards? I know, yeah. People, but, people dying for dumbass reasons. And yeah. Like, it kind of like, yeah, they well, that's the, I guess that, that it kind of fixes itself because if you're dumb enough, you probably will end up dead anyways. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not for or against it. I think it should just be left up to a vote. It, it, I mean, and I wouldn't it, vote in the vote. It kind of is up for a vote. Where, though? Texas? I we mean, facts. the people voted for congressmen, and the congressmen and senators put it into law or take it out of law. So You know what's an interesting thing about like our culture right now is that politics and fame are mixing. You know The Rock is going to run for president? No, he's not. Yeah. The Rock? Donald Trump ran. Donald Trump was not a politician, man. He was no, of a, course not. He was a reality show star. Right. And a businessman. Like uh, most, but businessman okay, always Rom. But Romney the is Rock a is a businessman too. So is Mitt Romney. So is Mario Lopez. He's a businessman. He runs. All, he does all sorts of business. So stuff. was the pizza guy that ran a couple years. Couple. Yeah. So ago. so now it's like, who are people going to vote for? Kanye, or the politician <laughs> who no one knows about? Like who's more popular, Kanye or like a Nebraska governor? You know. Would you vote for Kanye? No. Did I you, don't know. Maybe if he has vote? really good I bet, points. I bet you don't even fucking vote. You're, you're the kind of guy who's too lazy to get off the couch and go vote. Did you vote? Uh, I La didn't vote this year. You didn't? Last, or the last, last election. election? No. But no. I have voted previously. Which election did you vote for? I don't for? remember. You don't fucking remember? I don't you, remember. The one time you voted, you don't remember who you voted for? I don't even remember, dude. Do you think it's I, bad? I voted for Barack Obama. That's what it was. Do you think when people vote for a third party that they're throwing away their vote? 
You know, some people oh. argue like, oh, if, you, if you're voting third party, you're literally just throwing away your vote and empowering. <laughs> you know, I don't know enough about politics to really give accurate statements, but I'll give my opinion. Well, there's my two opinion. main parties, right? Right. Like, and has there ever been a like an upset, like a come from behind victory for a third party? Like, has it ever happened? Uh, Where not, like the not two, they're time. so clearly ahead, and then the third guy gets like some secret votes. And no, the third it. party never gets more than like three percent of the vote. Oh really? Yeah, it's, it's like, like not so even little. close. It's yeah, like, that that's sounds, why they say that sounds like a waste. Then. That's why people say you're throwing away your vote. So like, but with with that mentality, it's like uh, you have to vote for the lesser of two evils, right? To make your vote count. Yeah. So you have to choose which candidate you hate the most and vote for the other one. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with that. What do you think about? Um, I like to vote for who I want to vote for. So um, America is kind of like a, a melting pot of all cultures and races, and everyone's here. Some would argue it's a salad bowl. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, it's definitely a salad bowl. Because we all have enclaves, and we all have like our own separate little cliques. I'm not sure how a salad bowl has that. Well, like the sal- the tomato doesn't mix with the lettuce. They stay separate, okay. but they they share the bowl together. Okay. What what kind of salad? A soup is like it's a li- it's like literally the merging of of that would things. Be a crouton. You are definitely a crouton because you're awkward as fuck and you're super white. Yeah, but and and you're crunchy. Let me finish, Josh. Let me finish. I was saying, what do you think about people from other countries who have immigrated here or um, are citizens now, but then they vote for like a politician who benefits their country, like from where they're from, rather than what would benefit America? Right. So if someone came from Ecuador and they they that person would want to vote for. I mean, I don't have any specific example of like how that could even happen, but it probably can, right? Like a, some sort of bill or law that helps another country more than America. Right. It's like and it's like a Mexican. You're from that person, so it helps your family. A or Mexican something. immigrant would be more likely to vote for the Democratic Party. Yeah. Because the Republican Party is so anti-immigration. So that's kind of interesting about America now, is because there there's so many people from other countries that live here. I mean, we're all. From, I mean, we're even all from Americans are from other countries. Where are you from, bro? From Europe. Where bro. are you from? I migrated here from. Where are you from? from Which part of Europe? Uh, if I had to guess, Netherlands. you're Slovakian. I'm not. I'm from the Netherlands. I'm no, you're not. Here. For real? Yeah. Get if you trace my lineage back, and you can look this up on Wikipedia. Have you ever done a DNA? The DNA test. You don't. I don't need to. My family name, the Cornelius family name, goes back through history, into ancient Rome. <laughs> So it's a very good, interesting historical story if you read about it. It's, uh, you don't yeah. have to. I'm just yeah, saying. I don't want to do that. It's a, it, it was very interesting, and we, my my family was driven out of Rome for like treason or something like that. Wait, against Caesar. What? They're a banking family. Yeah. Your family lived in Rome. Yeah. In the ancient... Cornelius family. Yeah. In ancient Rome, they were like a. One what of happened in the Netherlands? Families. The Netherlands is not they, even close to Rome. I was going to tell you, we were driven out oh. for a while. The basics of it, the TLDR, which you, I educated yeah, yeah. you on what that meant. Too long, didn't read. Yeah, the basics of it were Caesar was out conquering, and my banking family was very rich and tried to like get in there while he was gone. Like start you, like putting yeah, people. You know in what? Office. Now that I think about it, you do look like a Lannister. Okay, that is a completely that's different kind of, part of history that happened. That's similar. Yeah. Okay. Lannisters cool. were from a much older time so they period. Got, so they got back pissed when off. They were dragons. They got pissed off at your family, the Cornelius. Yeah. And so when he came back, he was like, "Um, what are you guys doing? This is my country. Get out!" And he killed most of us, and we had to flee to the Netherlands. So Caesar knew your family. They're probably he was probably homies with my family. That sounds ridiculous. Look it up, dude. It's real. Look it up where on any the internet. 
where you look things up? Can you guess my Google. ethnicity? Can you guess my ethnicity? You look part troglodyte and nether- Neanderthal. Jeez. What is a troglodyte, anyways? But I've it just sounds like a good it. insult. I'm fucking you. German, man. You look like Neanderthal, bro. So you don't. So you don't. You don't believe in the death penalty. I definitely think some people need to be eliminated. Like who? Like Name, child. Give, give some rapists. names. Give us some names. Child rapists. Um, rapists. Serial yeah, killers. I, could agree kill, with that. Even some, I don't know who would. Have, I mean, who I, could disagree with that? Yeah, it's like pretty easy. Like they're obviously a danger to their, themselves and those around them. Like just get them out of here. But I guess there's obviously something broken in their brain. Like get it off the planet. Right, but but the point is, but like, it's just very hard to figure out who those people are. Who's actually guilty? Yeah. So like, if there is a super efficient way, like a DNA testing is pretty good, but you could still be framed. So you know what I learned in a sociology class I took a long time ago is that um, African Americans are executed eleven times more oh than white people. Crazy. Eleven times. You got to get closer to the mic. Okay. Eleven times more, right? But the crime rates don't match that like like african-americans are not they're not, they're not criminals yeah, yeah. 11 times more than there's than not a correlation people. like an accurate correlation so this is a pretty strong argument against the the biasness of the death penalty yeah bias is bad yeah i mean i think it should be done away with probably like i think there's an, i don't know i don't know dude that's why there's i feel like there's a lot a lot of people that are much smarter than me that know what's best for humanity better than i do Right, so you're gonna so which, so which side are you gonna vote for? Because you know the reason I brought this up is because the the uh, who's who's the, running the Democratic debate. The first voting for the Rock. <laughs> he is very charismatic. Yeah, he seems like he's a very good charismatic. Dude. He's actually quite funny, and his like, he has that little dog. And like, how much how much control does the president really have? Like, there's a just, lot. But can he real like? Does he really? All he can do is just like run bills back through the system one more time like, yeah right? well the problem is that the president has been gaining power like every four years since i don't know when but like the problem is congress keeps becoming weaker and weaker and the president is allowed to uh okay executive orders that's what that is out of control right now the president has the, the power to sign executive orders okay and then the court has to either shut that down or not shut it down but that's the the power to sign executive orders is becoming a little bit too much as of late and really, it should be Congress who's signing bills and legislation. Let me ask you this, because I'm sure there's many people that don't want to hear us talk about politics. I think a lot of people do want to hear us talk about politics. I, I doubt it. But okay. we, we can take a vote for it on sure. Instagram later. Okay. Not, that, okay. not that I'm an expert politician. But let me ask you this. Pundit. I have a good question for you. Okay. If, if jujitsu was a nation, and oh, our na- it's a nation it that we live in, right? Yeah. Who would be in the running for president? Of jujitsu, well, Galvao obviously. Okay, how many other people? Galvao would definitely be on the uh, Republican Party. <laughs> he would be. <laughs> yeah, I get. Okay, he would definitely be on the Republican side. I, uh, feel, I think I would be Republican, kind yeah. of. I, I have like, I mean, I, I don't know, dude. You have no idea. You don't even know what Republicans idea. stand for. Republicans. Don't don't even say it, bro. You're gonna sound stupid. Just don't. Okay. Um, let, who who do you think would run for president of jiu-jitsu? Well, I would just put like I would I just want to put a lot of people in the running right now. I want to put you in the running. I want to put me wow, in the running. Thank you. I'm going to run for president of jiu-jitsu. Are we going to be on the same 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 side or no? I don't know. What do you stand for, bro? You're more for like I'm a pretty liberal guy. But but I, I before you all judge <laughs> what me. What is the president even like? Before well, you guys all judge me for saying that I'm liberal, I think I think um 
I think the liberals have gone a little crazy lately. But what? With the whole what sort of reforms? The whole would you do for thing. jiu-jitsu. Oh, reforms for jiu-jitsu? Yeah, like what would be your pitch to the jiu-jitsu nation? Like why would they? No more referee decisions, like we talked about last time. Yeah. Make jiu-jitsu sudden great death. again with, ref- with sudden no death. Referee yeah, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have sudden death overtime matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the first executive order. I, was I like that too. I like sudden death overtime. I think that should be a thing more often. And I would give more. I would make everyone love Nogi more than Gi. Do you yeah. think Gi is more popular in general? One hundred percent. Yeah. Like Gi classes are always more full than Nogi, right? Yeah. It's because it's less sweaty, man, and it's less about athleticism, which is like what makes jujitsu accessible to yeah. everyone. You don't have to be super athletic. So there's also less accidental genital grabbing okay. in the Gi. Would you agree or no Gi or no disagree? <laughs> no Gi. Uh, agree or disagree? Just, Your yeah, genitals get accidentally grabbed. Nogi, they get. Says something about all the people that like it. I never grab genitals on accident, so it blows my mind. Only when... on purpose. <laughs> 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 I never. I never grab genitals. I don't period. Either, I guess. In training. In private, it's different, but okay. in training, no, no, I don't accidentally grab genitals ever. But people seem to always grab me. You've done it at least half a dozen times. One time, Kynon grabbed me, and I swear to God, he just held and used it to sweep me. And I was paralyzed. <laughs> I'm serious. He, he grabbed, squeezed, held, and I'm like, you know. No like, gi? Uh, I think it was honestly in a gi. How do you even end up there? And then um, the it could have been no gi, man. But he held the grip all the way until he got on top and swept me. And then I was like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't use my dick to sweep me. Another one of your outbursts. Yeah, training. well, come that on. Warranted, I guess. Come on, what if I swept you by grabbing your dick? Is it illegal? Is it illegal? That is the question. That, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think it's not illegal. Is it in the rules? I think there's a lot of positions in jiu-jitsu that you can't really identify what is being grabbed from an outside perspective. Oh, well, it's like, okay, like if you grab the pants on the inner thigh. And but you like you could grab it like in the gi, you could grab inside someone's like pants loop. Yeah. And if they, they could just accuse you. Yeah, Lucas has done that. Lucas has grabbed the cord of my pants, and his fingers went on the inside of my pants, and then his fingers grabbed me, like pinched, pinched me. I'm so sorry. For and all then he did, again, and again, he thing. didn't, he didn't let it go. That's the thing. He didn't right. let it go. He just held on to it and continued trying to pass my guard. I wonder if these the people who are bro, they know what they're doing. You. They don't. They, they don't, know. They know, or they don't know. They know what they're doing. Your fingertips are, the, are one of the most sensitive parts of your body. You have so many nerve endings in your fingertips. For sure, he felt. Yeah, me. that's one of the the dirty sides of jujitsu: pants getting pulled off, people not caring if your butt's out. Right. They I, they, they care more about getting the sweep than right. letting you have your dignity. Like, why can't we just stop for a second and just adjust the pants? You know, and they just change the pant grip. You can grab the pants and not the underwear. Where golly pulled my pants down in front of everyone. Luckily, I've been doing a lot of squats for that world's camp, so my butt was looking good. I didn't see it, and that was like that's America's ass that was exposed. America's ass. Yeah, your ass is America's ass. Yeah. Okay. On the world stage, yeah. In the absolute. I'm pretty division. sure there's a girl on Instagram who has way more Jiu-Jitsu notoriety because of her ass. American jiu-jitsu ass. There's a girl on Instagram who's famous just because of her ass. That's all she does is show her ass. There's a girl. I mean, there's one. There's one girl specifically who's who ha- is like is considered to be the most famous butt on Instagram. Really? I don't follow those. Yeah, accounts. me either because I don't care. But it sure sounds like you know a lot about it. I'm just saying, someone told me about it. Should you like? Uh... I'm just saying, maybe that could be your next thing. You're America's ass, apparently. Craig Jones is already doing that. 
What about Kit Dale? He put his he puts his ass on Instagram it's all an the time. Australian thing. Yeah, right. It's like funny. Do you ever see that picture of Kit Dale putting like peanut butter on his butt and then letting the dog lick it? That was a classy grappler Photoshop. Uh, I, I choose to believe that was real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just. Kind of I mean, it could be. It was a good Photoshop if it was. Who is classy grappler? I think he's from Texas. He's just like, kind of like a troll persona. No, he's a super, yeah, he's a super troll for sure. He's a super troll. Persona. But he's from Texas. I think so. I'm not sure where he's from. What about BJJ Scout? Uh, is it you? Uh, I can just admit confirm it, nor deny. Just admit it, bro. That. It's you. There's a lot of good evidence supporting both sides of that argument that I am and that I'm not. And if you dig deep enough into it, you can come to your own conclusions. That's you. Do you? Th- a lot of people say I don't have enough time in my day to like do both of my stuff. But what do you think? Well, that's why we haven't seen anything from BJJ Scout lately because you've been so busy. His account recently got deleted by Instagram or Flow Grappling. Flow Grappling copyright wrote stroke him. Really? Wrote stroke him. They, copyright strike. They were stroking him. He stroked out. Yeah. Dang. He stroked out on Instagram. Flow Grappling don't fuck around, man. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Because like Flow Grappling is a, our media source, right? It's like literally the media they're the monopoly. No, they're the number one media. The number one media well, source for jiu-jitsu. Right. The number one media source for jiu-jitsu. They own so much content that as an athlete you are not allowed to use i cannot take video from worlds of me and use the content you you're allowed to use it in small small segments i believe 15 to 20 seconds you have to you have to keep your segments i'm under. sure there's some rules about it but i know that i can't post my whole match to youtube i'm just saying that's yeah you definitely cannot post the whole match you for instance the, Nick, the nicholas Mur- i keep burping cool is that egg mcmuffin yeah the Nicholas that's why, that's why you're so fat, bro, because you're eating Egg McMuffins. That's just why you're 210. I, I lift like six days a week since I've been injured. So you, you want to know. Everyone wants your, your Marigali match. No, I public. won it on the internet. It's a good match. And they're keeping it for their own financial gain. Me and Marigali get nothing from it. But it's like a contract that we sign when entering the IBGF yeah. tournament on the website. There's yeah. a con- You click a little box, yes. and it waves all your rights to the footage of yourself. And... That's their entire business model. Yes. And if jiu-jitsu athletes decided to only fight for organizations that also let you use the footage, which I'm not even sure if there is any. I don't know if Polaris lets you do that or anything. Um, they would have no content. So much of their content is the athletes producing the content for them or being like in, in exchange for exposure. Hey, come to Flow Grappling headquarters and film so what, this stuff. What would you What would you change if you? Well, could what it? I what I tell Flow Grappling or what I plan to tell them in the future is if I, oh they're going to be listening if we're going to do just talk to them right now because okay. they're listening. Well, I, I, this wouldn't work with competitions, but I think I would be happy to work with Flow Grappling more and do more content for them as long as it's available for free. So, like the podcast we did was available for free. I was totally happy about doing that. I've never done techniques with them. Because I know that it's going to be put behind a paywall, and it just doesn't seem worth. Like I don't want. I don't want to do that. That's you, me. You, wait a second. You want your jujitsu content to be available to the public for free, yet you uh, run a website. Have you? I, where I you literally do people. like a one to five free to non-free ratio. My YouTube channel is very free. So that's one, and then King Online is five. Yeah, like there, for every one video on YouTube, there's five on. There's like 200 videos on YouTube. So 20%. You're trying to keep 20% free. Yeah, I give. I mean, if people want to see stuff, I want to create content for them. But what I just, I just don't like the idea, and I don't know if there is even a solution for this. I just don't like the idea that athletes are the 
oil to this engine of flow, flow grappling, and they just I think we're the fuel, bro. The, that's what I meant. We're the gasoline, the jet the fuel. fuel. Well, I drive a Tesla now, so I run off electricity. Is there a Tesla parked outside? It's parked my, outside, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You bought it. Yeah. You bought I traded it. my car in. You. So I used to be I used to be really into muscle cars um, in my teen years, and then when I started doing jujitsu and I did my first worm guard dvd bro I you seriously all, traded in that hellcat i put all of the money that i made from my first worm guard dvd that i produced and shot and filmed edited distributed entirely myself hey, hey, don't forget fuck you hey come on you filmed come it with on. me yeah okay but you didn't do any of like I that packaged, i helped you package envelopes okay thank you for that you're welcome but i wasn't like working with a team of people or anything but i took all of that money and i bought a car with you're it. you're saying like, we weren't a team car. we were a team don't make it this about you. This is about me and my about sad you. departing with you're, my you're muscle not, car. You're not a team player. That's what we're getting at. I'm just kidding. Okay, so you you bought that Hellcat. I bought I bought like, it. It was a white car, I, but then I, you I didn't, didn't like that it was white, and then you wrapped it in vinyl to and make I it black. Vinyl wrap it made it black, and it looked super sick. It was like my Batmobile, and I loved the car so much. But I loved it so much that I actually would get mileage anxiety which is I've never heard the term before, but I've coined it and it's like, I'm sure it exists for other people, but I just felt stressed about putting miles on my beautiful car. And I was like, this is, mm. and it just sounds so good. And it's like, I, I just love this car and I don't want to drive it anywhere. And then I got kicked out of autos and I had to start driving to LA and I was like, I cannot do this to this car. This right. car needs to be with someone who will care for it and doesn't treat it like a commute car. So I, I traded it in. And so parked outside right someone. now is a Tesla. Yeah. It's a white model three. Yeah. Dang. It's, amazing like i drove to la i'm not yesterday. usually envious of you but i'm a little bit envious i drove you. to la yesterday i really want a tesla i didn't i touched the steering wheel like three times to glendale like a two and a half hour drive so it yeah drove me to la so okay guys so while keenan was driving to quote unquote driving while he was driving to la he was texting me texting and driving and then sending you pictures of what yeah, he changed his video yeah i just want to make sure it's still recording too so Keenan was texting me while he was driving, right? And but the thing is, you have to keep pressure on the steering wheel, yeah. right? So, so you, I thought of this ingenious way to, like, a life hack for Tesla wheels, so steering wheels. You used a rubber band. I I used a girl's hair tie. A girl's hair tie. And it was why like do a, you have girls' hair ties, Keenan? There was a girl in the car with me driving uh, to LA, and so I used her hair tie, and. I was trying to figure out a way to like put so how it works is you have a steering wheel it's self-driving and if you take your hands off the steering wheel it beeps at you and says please grab the steering wheel again like you need to put pressure on the steering wheel so you know, we know you're awake right so you grab the steering wheel and then it turns off so if you just keep your hand on the steering wheel the whole time it'll keep driving itself yeah but if you take your hand off it stops and then if you take if you continue to but do it, it warns you before it's yeah stopped. and if, if it warns you too many times it'll shut off autopilot for the rest of the drive it'll be like you can't drive autopilot yeah, anymore because you were irresponsible yeah. with the steering wheel <laughs> you're on a timeout yeah so it times you out for the rest of the drive and so i was like trying to think of ways and i was like okay we got to stop by home depot i got to get like a rope and i got to get like some heavy material to like tie to the steering wheel so it like it has like rotational force pulling on it so i was going <laughs> to tie it to one side to like hang down and I had this whole plan to do it. And then the girl I was with was like, just take this hair tie and strap something to it with a hair tie. And I was like, there's no way a hair tie is going to be able to do that. And it turns out the hair ties are the most versatile instrument of like tying things in the world, which makes sense because they're for hair, whatever. But they're very strong. And I tied a, a, a full can of uh, 
energy drink, a bang energy drink. Yeah. I hair tied it to the steering That's wheel. That's the picture that I got. It and a... it was just hanging there and like the the, the elasticity of the, of the thing, as the wheel turns itself, it kind of like jangles the... It shakes the water. It shakes it around and kind of like creates like Makes a lifelike it... movement. Right, right. And it worked perfectly. And I just sat there and I was like, oh my God, like I have a full self-driving car. Obviously, I stayed very aware. My hands were near the steering wheel. I just so, didn't want to hang on to it. And so it was right, more of an experiment to see if it would work than I actually needed it. But So you didn't take a nap? No. It was too exciting to nap, honestly. I was just very excited the whole time. And there were a few times where, which made me realize it would, it's a very bad idea to ever think that you should can trust it. Because for some reason, in the Tesla auto drive feature, it's really good at like detecting normal cars merging into your lane, like lane switches, people, even if they do it quick or cut you off or no blinker, it's pretty, it's like sees them coming, kind of like pulls back a little bit, lets them in, does it really well. But for some reason that mine or all of them can't detect semi trucks doing that from the right side. So if there's, if they're merging from the right to, uh, right to left, it would detect them and give them space. But from left to right on two separate occasions, a semi truck's moving in and my car is just seeing a big open gap to like close the distance to the car in front and start speeding up towards the semi truck merging. And it happened once. I was like, Whoa, that was weird. I had to like stop. And then the second time it happened again, I was like, is it going to not stop for the semi truck? And I kind of like let it go a little further than I was. The semi truck see you like, yeah, they see, they see you there. He has to merge. Yeah. But my car was like kind of accelerating to like, cause it tries to keep three car distances between the car in front of you. So if space opens up, it'll accelerate to the maximum speed limit to catch it. And the, the second one, it just did not stop, and it got uncomfortably close. I had to intervene. But it was only with semi-trucks. Every other car, it did perfectly. And I don't know if it's like a glitch or what. But so it just the was one not time your car makes a mistake, it's going to be with the semi-truck, and you're going to be dead. Well, you know what's funny? So I was up there, and I um, I had lunch with a, a, a David So, who's like a, a comedian and an actor or something. And he does jujitsu as well. And he was telling me that he had a Tesla and that he had been hit twice by semi, semi trucks oh, in his Tesla. Okay. And he was like, yeah, I got hit twice by a semi truck when I had my Tesla. Both times I was completely fine. Cause the thing about the Teslas is because there's no engine in them, they can make the frames like sturdier right. and it'll be the same weight as a normal car. And so it's right. a full body aluminum frame and it's incredibly sturdy. And so he got basically ran over by a semi truck and was fine in his Tesla because they're so safe. It's nice. the safest car. Which is good because it seems like they have an affinity to like run into semi trucks, but you don't hear about that in the news. It just seems like that. Like no, I don't know of many people getting hit by semi trucks, but I'm sure it was coincidence that he got hit by two of them, and then I had this experience with semi trucks because I've never heard that anywhere else. But I thought that was pretty interesting to witness firsthand. I'm I'm inclined to trust the computer of the car more than I am to trust human instincts. Yeah. Well, there, you can watch compilation videos of Teslas avoiding accidents that humans were not able to react to in time. Yeah. So, like, it'll de- it detects the speed of all the objects around you with radar and, like, actual cameras and all sorts of different sensors. So it'll see cars coming, like, going really fast and identify them as threats. And it shows up on the little screen as a red thing, like, zooming at you, and it'll beep at you, like, watch out, something's coming at us really fast. You've been target locked. Yeah. There's a missile coming at you. And so you can watch compilation videos of the Teslas like being like beep, 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 like two or three seconds before the impact happens. They'll yeah, be like yeah. beep, 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 beep. And it'll like, a crash will happen in front of them or a crash will happen like somewhere else. And it's almost like a weird like future sense yeah. because its senses Spidey are sense. so, yeah, are so powerful. And then there's situations where it'll like dodge things that humans couldn't react to. It's pretty insane. And it's only going to get better. And the car's fast as fuck. It's faster than my Hellcat. Oh, I believe it, bro. Look, I, I, I drive a Honda Civic, bro. Like, and it's, it was a, I thought you drove a Honda Fit. 
No, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Right. Are you trolling me right now? Is that not a Honda Fit? What kind of Honda is it? It's a Civic Si with a turbo. Civics are kind of sturdy car. Yeah. Well, yeah, Civics in general are good, but it's Better a it's an Si and it has a turbo. The old the old Si's had VTEC engines. Mine has a turbo, but I, it's already um, too fast for me. Can now. I ask the the price of that car? Just because to compare it to a yeah, three. I think the sticker price was twenty eight. And then I added on a few things. So like the base, the, yeah, the base. Or it was like twenty five. The sticker was twenty five, and I got, and I ended up going up to twenty eight with the add-ons and then taxes. Put it. So the like final price. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So the the base model three is thirty five, with but it has a lower range. Did you add? Did you add anything on or no? Oh yeah, I, I, it's fully loaded. Okay. Mine was full so like sixty thousand. Wow. But I had a really valuable trade in, so it was like not a big deal. I'd already put the, the sweat. The Hellcat's gone, huh? Hellcat. Dang. It's gone. I remember a few times you scared the fuck out of me in that car. Yeah, but like, I mean, going that car miles was an hour a, down that, a residential street. That car was like dangerous. made for psychopaths. It was dangerous. Like it's so yeah. much power and so little control yeah. over the power. I wasn't joking. You it's li- like a, you a literally, chainsaw. You scared the fuck out of me a couple times. No, you don't. Like you just burn rubber. Like you you step on the gas even halfway, and you're just fishtailing wherever you go. Yeah without proper tire so that coupled with the fact that it was like really bad on gas and i did feel feel a little guilty about the environment and just having a muscle car when it's like it seems like to be a big problem with like climate change whatever i was like this i think you know what i'm i don't need a muscle car as much as i like it I need but do you, re- do you recycle your cans and bottles uh no but you care about I don't, cars i don't have cans and bottles i don't that's not I, true i don't buy cans there, and bottles. i was at your house last week and there was cans the sparkly those. water bottles, the sparkly water yeah, I didn't cans, buy those. the fancy those cans. Those for guests only. Oh. Those are my guest cans. Hey, speaking of uh, money, did uh, Metamorris ever pay you for that match you did? No, I never got paid by Metamorris. Wait, wait. I mean, they the, paid the you, final right? Match. The final No, no. The final match I did, I never got With paid. With Shanji. Yeah. Metamorris 5. Yeah. Never got paid. Yeah. What was it supposed to be? How much? It was a lot for the time, and it makes it makes ten thousand. It makes sense that right, am I right or wrong? Ten thousand. It was around something like that, like over under five. They never paid you ten thousand. Yeah, but Metamorphs also owes me a low, the lowly, a lowly fifteen hundred. I, I would just like to point out that that there have been multiple superfight organizations throughout the years that have really tried to pay athletes what they think they're worth. And the spectator viewership is just not enough to cover the costs. That's not the athlete's fault. It's not, but the the companies go out of business or they stop. Like they just don't not into it anymore. But the problem with Metamorphos was that they ran out of money when they put on Metamorphos Five, right? They didn't have the money to pay the athletes for Metamorphos Five, uh-huh. and then they did Metamorphos Underground, then they did Metamorphos Six, and then they did Metamorphos Seven. Yeah, at a certain point, it's like, okay, we're not making any money. Running more events probably isn't going to right. produce in- income to deal with the deficit of running the events. They were running Metamorphos Six to try to pay athletes for Metamorphos Five. When, yeah, it's just like. And I got suckered into that. That's bankruptcy. That's they like did, how it works, when they right? did the Metamorphos Underground, Jazari Matuda also did not get paid. I'm, no one on the car got paid. I'm no one. Sure. No one did. I wonder if Shani got paid. Who is the, the MMA guy that Dylan Dan has fought on the Metamorphos 5? The guy with the ears. Lozon. Joe. Oh, I don't remember. I think he got paid half. Okay. 
because he posted it. He was complaining about it online, and then he oh, po- really? he, they, they I actually him defended out. them because I know you did, and I hate I hate it when you do that. Yeah, I def- it was against you. I think you posted yeah. something, and I took the sta- the alternative yeah. stance just to do it. I know because just you're an asshole. Like a debate club. Because everything I say, you try to disagree with. I think uh, you just have an absurd level of confidence in what you say when a lot of times it's not correct. So I just want to be the one to like be like, this is the other side of the story. What was incorrect about what I said about Metamorphos? Uh, well, what did you say about Metamorphos? I don't the, recall. They fucks and they need to pay us. No, yeah. no. What pisses me off the most about them is that they're always talking about we're fixing it, we're fixing it, we're working on it, we're working. It's like, well, bitch, it's been almost we, five years. It's just Halleck. Yeah, it's, it's been five one, years. It's one guy. It's been five years, and he never has contacted any of us on his own to try to settle anything. It's only when we blast him on the internet that he makes a comment. I think it's pretty obvious he just doesn't have the money to do it. Well, right? at least fucking man up and just say that. Just Did say that. Not? Man up. No, he never said it. He he's never like, said he's it. always just like, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're, we're going to right our wrongs. We're going to right the wrongs. He's like being overly positive. I say, about no, the you're not writing the wrongs because you haven't even sent us a single dime. Like, How long has write it been the wrongs. Send, send me five bucks. Four years? It was four years ago, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just I appreciated what they did in the time that they were able to pay people. And so when the final one didn't work out, I was like, you know, they did a really good job. They were, they, what I would say at the time, probably overpaying the athletes. Oh, for sure. Just for, just because they like jiu-jitsu and they, their whole stance was to pay jiu-jitsu athletes what they're worth and the business model or what they're worth. And uh, the business model just was not successful enough to deal with their dreams and meet their dreams of actually running this super fight organization that pays people what they think they're worth. And I appreciated that they ran four events successfully and I fought in four events and, and that's how you bought your, that's how, and that's how you bought your cars. Uh, no. But see someone like you'd see you were, you were, you were a rock car. star back then, right? And I wasn't, I was nobody. And oh, 15, yeah, to me, $1,500 was a lot. I need yeah. I need that because that's that's right. That was during my homeless time period when I just had moved to San Diego and I was living on your couch. Yeah. And I was sleeping in my car sometimes, and I was sleeping on the sailboat, and I was like, Yeah, I think I needed that fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I think they should have done their best to pay what they could to the people. You didn't. You didn't need your money. I I, I didn't. It was twenty minutes. It was right. Twenty minutes. But I needed. I needed. Like it. I just yeah. I did. I I didn't feel particularly wrong i would have been totally fine with them taking my cut and paying as many other people as they could have well then why don't you pay me 1500 bucks i have paid you 1500 bucks over the course of our friendship maybe just through osmosis buying you lunches and mm. housing you and i will say you did house me guys keenan housed me he, le- he left his couch available for me anytime i needed it and what i would do is simply walk in the back door late at night it was a futon couch, right? And, and Keenan lives in his bedroom always. He doesn't ever come out of his bedroom. Not anymore. Because I don't live with anyone else. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it used to be a man cave, right? He would just go hide in his bedroom. So I could come down. We also I, lived with four p- other people. Yeah. So I would come downstairs, sneak in the back door, open the futon, and then sleep. And then I would wake up in the morning really early and leave. That was Andres' futon, though. So give him his respects. Shout out to Andres Bernaskis. That, that was his favorite sleeping device. In one the of house. the most underrated. Of all the things he slept on. One of the most technical black belts in the world, but has just no love. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't social he media. That's you know what problem. Andres is? It's Andres is himself. Like what Andres is into, he has become. He's he's like a cult follower of like cult movies, cult art, artists, just all those like underground cool things. That's what Andres is into, and that's what he became in the jiu-jitsu scene. He's like the underground guy. Like, if you know about Andres, you're like, cool. Yeah. Because Andres has the cool shit. 
I think that's cool. I think he's one of the most underrated black belts in the world. Super technical. Yeah, really good instructor. Um, Grappler's Guide coupon code Andres. Is that a thing? I don't know, I don't know the code. Hey, shout, out, shout out to Grappler's Guide, guys. <laughs> one of the best online uh, membership websites available. The code? Come on, the, code, code. the code is HingerBJJ. If, if you want to see my rec- most recent guillotine series, yeah. it's on the Grappler's Guide. Promo code HingerBJJ. Keenan um, lines all right. You know, I want to bring in guest athletes to teach on my site. The going rate for yeah, guest athletes on other sites is about twenty-five bucks. I hear. Is that accurate? Um, I have no idea. You don't. You don't film for any other no. websites. Uh, I did BJJ Library, but they definitely paid me a you lot. You never did any Octos Online ones. Not. Uh, debatable. I see what you're getting at now. When, huh? I, when I was teaching the white belts, yeah, I was teaching white belt class, and they would film it. Oh. And yeah, well, I want to I want to bring in guest athletes to teach and instruct. I just I'm not sure how to like structure a program to like make sure they get their money's worth. How come I've never been invited? Because I haven't figured out the, how I'm going to do it yet. Oh, but I'm working on it, and I want to have people on. I mean, I'll do it. Thanks. How much are you going to pay me? I was gonna. I can't I can't set put my plans out there in public because it's a really good idea I have and I don't want other sites to copy me before I do it. But it's going to be good. Bad, much better than previous things that you've worked for. I can promise you that. Are you is that you taking a stab at Grapple's good? I'm, I no, I, I don't think I, Jason Scully appreciates that. I am saying that you will get paid more. Probably. The way I'm going to structure it and it'll also make you want to film more with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it's consistent the way I'm in the well, structure. Convince me. Okay, I will. On not on the podcast. Not, not, on, the, not on the air. <laughs> yeah. Come on, this is legally binding conversation. Yeah, I have not. I'm not agreeing to anything. Oh, okay. I feel like we got off topic. Yeah. The Tesla. We, it all went astray at the Tesla. Yeah. But guys, Teslas are a really awesome car. Definitely best car I've ever driven. Incredibly smooth ride. And you but Tesla's not paying you. Don't fucking advertise for them. No, I th- I think they're an awesome company, and I think Elon Musk is probably an AI. That's what I realized. A lot of people thought he was an alien. Now I realize he's actually an artificial intelligent creature. He's a cyborg. He, he it was he's probably an AI that was created and realized that humanity was not at the level he needs to fully take over yet, and so he's slowly advancing technology to the point that where everything will be autonomous so he can control it as the AI super intelligence. You know, he made an interesting comment when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he's just like, what makes you think we're not already cyborgs? He's like, you have that cell phone, right? Yeah. Cell phones in your hand. If that cell phone was embedded in your brain, you'd be a cyborg, but you hold it in your hand. So you're not a cyborg, but you can access everything on that cell phone with your fingertips. So how is that not the whole the whole discussion of AI and like how basically, but the second AI gets out of hand, we won't even know it is so interesting to me. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Like the second it becomes that smart, it's just going to enslave us in our own minds, and we'll just never know the difference. And with that, like we could already be in the simulation, which they talk about. But that I think makes I think me, AI would it would at least appreciate jujitsu. I think that's something that AI could be into. Elon Musk is so such an awesome human dude at the end of one he did, he did a podcast with lex friedman who's another jiu-jitsu black belt he did who also did joe rogan podcast lex friedman mm-hmm. and uh he used to train near me in maryland and i we used to, well he, he messaged me a few times about like techniques and stuff but i don't think i ever got back to him but they they did a podcast separately just elon and lex friedman lex is a uh like an autonomous ai 
engineer at MIT and then Elon's Elon and mm-hmm. they talked about like where they're at with like autonomous driving and stuff and the final question was Lex asked Elon uh, when a- the first AI comes online and it's like there and you have this like AI entity what would be the question you ask it and it was like a like spur of the moment question yeah and Elon just did his thing where he kind of just like actually thinks about he paused for say. 45 he, seconds he paused uh-huh. and he was like what's the real world like? Like already insinuating that the second the AI was created, he's already been enslaved in a simulation and it's like, it's all simulation already. So he believes we're living in a simulation. No, I'm saying it's a very, it's a very real possibility. Yeah, I agree. Are you familiar with the whole entire thing? Yes, I I can go on. I I am. Yeah, it's so sick. It's it's, it's such a cool idea that is like scary too. We'll have to save that. I just watched a movie last night called Upgrade, which is kind of about that and it's, Upgrade? A really great, great movie, yeah. On Netflix? Uh, no, it's on Cinemax. Oh. oh. <laughs> you're, Super, You're like, fancy. It's like... Uh, 1980s. I, took, I, I signed up for the free trial. Yeah. So that's like... It. Cinemax reminds me of someone who has a lot of money but in the 1980s. But it's an awesome movie, dude. Upgrade. Upgrade. Yeah. It's about a guy who gets... Um, he goes through an, an accident, and he needs like some sort of like robotic assistance, cybernetic mm-hmm. assistance, and it kind of talks about like cybernetic implants and ai and like in the future it's super sick what if an ai created you know a jiu-jitsu robot that could do jiu-jitsu and has like silicone like you know you know skin or whatever well that's what's cool about this movie is there's fight scenes and the ai does the fighting so do you think the ai jiu-jitsu grappling machine would fuck us up it's uh can't choke it probably yeah can't break its arms i would think i would say so because like i'm sure ai could be a master of physics instantly and just be able to calculate anything it'd be interesting if the robot could have the you know not robot strength but like human strength you know what i mean like an average human like it's not just going to power out of everything you try to do to it and like you could choke it and it would recognize like when you're putting enough pressure to actually choke it unconscious like if it acted like a human but it just had the brain of a computer who knows man that would be interesting what's just really crazy about this stuff the same thing with um like climate change and all and ai and autonomous driving and the general community is kind of like oh it's a long ways off it's a long ways off because right now it is it appears to be a long ways off i don't think it but is. a lot of times with well a long ways five years two years ten years like, like look what how far we've time? come man compared well, to the 1990s yeah that's what's crazy and like in the grand scheme of time we're moving really fucking fast every decade dude. is like we're completely different than the fast. previous decade yeah with technology it's all moving so fast like look at the 1920s and 1930s and 1940s well, not, not too drastically know, uh, different what is the the principle about like how computing is like it's is doubling ex- itself yeah, is it ex- exponentially rapidly growing? yes um apparently it started to slow down recently but with like new computing chips and like quantum computing and all these different things they're doing it's going to like pick up again like with that same level of increase which is like why everyone thinks like is pretty sure i think every every decade is like a new era yeah i'm i'm I'm, i love the fact that we or at least me i don't know how if you were old enough but i was alive to watch the the transition from no internet life to To internet life life. i think what did you guys used to do? I think they How should did you reset. Talk to your friends? Honestly, I think they should reset the calendar. Wow, I never thought about this. The digital era was a whole new revolution that will continue on for the rest of humanity. Dude, what were you doing in 1995? I was outside playing in the dirt. How Wait, old were you? I was 13. Okay, you're still pretty young. 13, 1995. Nine, yeah. Okay, 90. You know what? Honestly, honestly, you're gonna laugh. You know what I used to do when I was a kid? I had AOL. That's like when I started talking to my friends online. There was no. Yeah, I. 
I think I, I was able to, I was able to chat. Yeah, when I was right right around high school, right when I was getting out of high school. But when I was a kid, I would play in the front yard with my friends and we would wrestle. That's what I and I didn't know how to wrestle. I had never been in a wrestling class before. We need an older person. But me and my friends would wrestle, and you became the winner of the match if you could put the other person in a headlock and just hold them down long enough for them to give up. Hmm. That's how I would beat my friends. Just headlock them, sit on them. Hold them there until they said, okay, I give up. And then I won. And that was it. I've been grappling my whole life. Congrats. Thanks. You won that. It's just funny. It's just funny that I used to use like like headlocks in the front yard when I was a kid. And then look what I do now. I think or, it's just a natural thing. Look what I do for do. a living now. I, I teach different kinds of headlocks. Yeah. You became a specialist. <laughs> I became a specialist. You're I'm a headlock outlier. I've been grabbing people's heads. I wonder if that's heads. why you've been, you're good at it. Because yeah. you've just been grabbing heads. I've been grabbing heads since I was 13 years old. 12 years old. Less grabbing heads. That's a funny slogan. Just grabbing faces. Shirt. Grabbing heads. Um. Well, I mean, wrestling's been around since early Rome, back when the Cornelius. Wrestling's family was, been around since fucking cavemen. Back when Rome the Cornelius planet. family was wrestling the power of the Roman leadership from Caesar's hands. I think wrestling is. Would you agree or disagree that wrestling is the oldest human sport in existence? I think that it's confirmed that it is. Wrestling. I mean, cavemen probably wrestled with each other. Like Neanderthals were mm-hmm. wrestling with each other. So it was ridiculous when they tried to remove wrestling from the Olympics. Like, Speaking of Neanderthals, have you ever read the book Sapiens? I've I've known people who read it and they said it was really good. It's really good. It's big, though. It's a thick one. It's a th- Yeah, it's a thick book. It's a, well, it's a not, thousand pages or something. No, it, it looks it, like a thousand it's, read, it's readable. You could read it like in your spare time and finish it in a couple weeks or a month even. Um, but it's so interesting, like explaining like how the different uh, Sapiens coexisted for a certain amount of time and like the speculation of like why homo sapiens prevailed prevailed. and it's kind of like spooky too so what is it did you read it i did you read the whole book i know i didn't read the whole thing i'm still reading it i got it recently i don't believe you read a whole book you probably you probably bought the cliff notes the most recent book i read was relentless by the i forgot the author's, author's name eric grove who is Michael Jordan's basketball coach. No. But I read that was like pre worlds, like mental training. I figured I'd try. You read books to prepare for worlds? I did, yeah. Remember, we were talking about in the, that first episode how like I have to put my mind in yeah. like a certain place? Yeah. I found that like reading books helped me with that. Really? It just gave me like proper brain food to think about rather than like absorbing Instagram. I just finished David Goggins' book. Don't you think it's can't just. Hurt a, me. Wait, what? Which book? David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. Can't Hurt Me. He's that Navy SEAL who used to be really fat before he was a Navy SEAL. Oh, I've heard of this guy, yeah. He's, uh, he was on GRE a couple times. Yeah. Super he, interesting like a, guy. He's like one of the best motivational speakers. He, he, holds, he holds the world record for pull-ups. Wow. And he ran 100 miles without any preparation. His head, his toenails fell off. He ran like until his toughness. toenails fell off. Mental toughness. That's a, it's he, a strong he, thing. And then he pissed and shit himself like on mile 70. But he was like, no, I got 30 more to go. And he finished. He did it in 20 hours. He did it here in San Diego, down at Mission Bay. That's incredible. Right. He's just a mental giant. I love that guy. He's my inspiration. So, David Goggins, guys. Something that I've been thinking about lately is, I'm sure everyone probably feels this way at some point when they're like doing the daily Instagram, phone, YouTube, whatever you're absorbing information from. It's like, what are you choosing to put in your brain? Because you have your conscious mind, your subconscious mind. Your mm-hmm. subconscious mind kind of just like absorbs information, like digests it, and then like bubbles up thoughts into your conscious mind. You don't really have control of like what you're gonna get out of the 
the food you feed your brain. But you can control what food you feed your brain. Right. So, like, are you spending it, like, scrolling Instagram, looking at people in name captions? Besides yours, of course, which are incredibly eloquent. I'm just trying to, I just try to keep my, I try to keep it positive, bro. I try to keep my prompt. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Your prompt. I'm, I'm positive. What do people need more in their life? I don't know about you. Think of how much negativity is out there. Yeah. No, There's I a think, lot. I think. I'm just trying to balance out those negative assholes. You're doing a great job. The negative guys aren't taking a day off, so I can't. I feel like you and negativity, it's like one of those things that you kind of hyper focus on it because you're a little bit of a negative person. No in, way. In your own. Right. Get yeah. the fuck. And I just, like, no, I'm just see, being honest. You see the flaws in yourself and take steps. You think to I'm like, a negative person. Sometimes. Well, all of us sometimes. Always. Of okay, course, I everyone feel, sometimes. I just, I just feel like a lot of times you're quick to anger. Yeah, I got a short fuse. You got a short fuse. I've and I think had, you can see that and you're kind of like take steps. I've always to like, it, For sure, your writing comes from your own musings about life. And if you're trying to push this, if that's your underlying theme of like positivity and like pushing positivity, that comes from realizing that you need that in your life. Like try, you have to like take steps to be more positive. So because I'm I'm taking I'm making a conscious effort to be positive, you think I'm like naturally negative? I think it's probably something that you've overcome, and you've, it's, you're taking steps yeah. towards. It's I like mean, something that you've dealt with. I would say like yeah, back before I started jujitsu, yeah, I was yeah. Like definitely a shithead. Those things come from experiences. You're not pulling it from nowhere. I was a hothead. Yeah, I would try to fight That's people. What I'm saying, it's, it's, I would. Uh, your insecurities are kind of glaring as well. Like how you just got really offended that I called that you could be negative. No, I'm not offended. I just, I just didn't, actually, I just, I just up. didn't believe that you actually believe that. Oh, okay, I'm just messing with you. You can't troll me, bro. I can't, and I will continue to do it. Can't troll probably me. without your knowledge in a lot of situations. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like the stuff you put out on Instagram, and like Instagram is just such a. Like Instagram, for, personally, for me, Instagram has taken over all social media for me. Like, I don't even check anything else. I just use Instagram because it's like, I feel like I have to do it for my career. Right. That's what it feels like. Right. It feels like an obligation yeah, that if I stop my, my, my life as I know it would also change. That's what I was talking about when I was talking about the American meme. You're a content yeah, creator. It's crazy. And you I have to like do it. it. Yeah. I don't like the, the feeling of it. And I would, I, I would like to take steps to make it more positive. My mission in life has always been just to contribute to the Jiu-Jitsu community. That's it. That's all I want to do. I want to contribute something meaningful to the jiu-jitsu community, and I have to do that with this Instagram. This is where I got DQ'd. Oh, is that Tarsus? Yeah. Let's watch this. This is insane. I know. This I... was like right after they changed the rule that if you reap someone, um, they, they're not supposed to instant DQ you anymore. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Hello Japan because that guy is awesome. How many are there? There's like eight Hello Japan. No, there's not. There's Hello Japan 1, there's Hello Japan 2. This is the guy. It goes on. I don't know. Are his they all name, the same person? His name is Jeremy, and he lives in the UK. Okay. I think. So okay, check this out. Check this out. Keenan right Cornelius here. I roll Tarsus. through to that sort of falling knee bar position where yeah. you can attack a toe hold. And now think about when you do a toe hold, where is your knee bending? The opposite way of a reap, first of all. So I roll through, and I get to what position? This is like the honey hole position. For a second. I'm here in the honey hole for a second. Continue to roll towards the knee bar side. I go up and over the right way here, you're and I'm toe-holding him. He's even, he's even spinning in the toe-hold motion, and this is where he screams. And he's like, ah, ah, and I just continue to rotate for this toe-hold. <laughs> How is that illegal? Yeah, what I don't agree with 
That was a toll hole. Is that he's talking to the referee, and he didn't get a penalty for that. So insane, dude. Ah, uh, they, they edited it out though. But okay, so they they clipped it so you couldn't see it. But did he not go to the table and talk to? No, the... they talked forever. He just he like, went to the table for... and talked. Look, to the he drops to his knees, man. Like, celebrates. I don't understand that. To the Almighty. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. Why do people do that? That wasn't cool. Is this Zane? Winning by a DQ is not, no, not nothing Zane. to glorify. Nothing to to praise. And also, a DQ that you had to like convince the refs that it was a DQ. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's crazy. But now at the beginning of this video, I hold the record for most illegitimate DQs for sure. How many times have you been DQ'd? At least four times. In four like, times in high-profile matches, yeah, or like like finals, wow. money matches. I've been DQ'd zero worlds. times. I can probably count on my hands how many times I've even gotten penalties. It's less than ten. I think it's it's like I think it's refs not really understanding like leg entanglement stuff and like what I'm even doing. Like, there's no way these refs know what my lapel guard game is or what my tricky guard game is. Oh, shit. That was a nice suplex, though. Dang. And then, is that Natchi? Yeah. Oh, that's Cody Steele. Is that Cody? So what happened here? Was that Cody? Does he get DQ for that? That's got to be Cody, right? Why, why is it on? Or it's just a, a video about throws. Is that Cody? Maybe it's not. There's an, I don't oh know if Cody's that good of a wrestler. That was brutal. I don't know Cody's wrestling pedigree, but. So I guess why did she stop the match? Because he got knocked out. Because he's, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> it's not funny. I hope he's okay. Whoever you are, a guy who got suplexed, I hope you're okay. It can happen to any of us. Wow, this is a great video sequence. We should always play this. Hello, Japan's. Uh, yeah, how, he's going to copyright strike us. Nah, he's Guys, cool. go follow Hello, Japan's. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel. He, he makes the best highlights. I'll send him a message right now. He won't do that. He's cool. Oh, shit. Don't do it. No. You're really gonna do oh my god okay so this wasn't a this wasn't a tournament this was a belt promotion oh this shit. is where they do the oh my the throws and that guy did that to him bro he tried to kill him Isn't what that the insane? fuck that's not okay how do you feel about the belt gauntlets that I, people I go think, through i think we need to get rid of all the weird jiu-jitsu traditions all and just make it back to just make it a sport dude you don't go to class no, you don't practice there's no tr weird traditions there's no sensei bullshit it's just the coach and just like a high school sport it's just a high it's just a sport or a professional sport yeah okay so this is a nice little segue for something i was going to ask you about because a lot of people complain about um major the big teams in bjj recruiting athletes to build their team and so some people are like oh galval's not the best instructor he's just the best recruiter because he's really good at recruiting talent and Alliance also in the check. Everyone does it. All the big teams do it. They all recruit athletes and they're getting shit for it. But like, doesn't every baseball team, football team, hockey team, all the professional leagues, they trade players annually. It's like a thing that people look forward to. Who's going to get signed on the new year? Who's going to get traded? Like this happens all the time with professional sports. So why is it such a, a thing to hate on in jiu-jitsu? Do you think Autos gets the most hate for that? I've, I mean, I've, I've seen comments directed towards Autos mostly, but Alliance does the same thing, and so I mean, every team does. But I'm sure other people talk shit about those teams also. Um, I feel like Autos gets an inordinate amount of hate. Well, yeah, because we've been on top for a little bit now, and of course, whoever's on top gets the most negative attention. 
we've been world champions in the gi for two years. We lost it this year just by like a, a few points, but we've been the no we've won the no gi world. I was, really, I was I I was really hoping that if I if they had counted my medal, if I had still been an autist, it would have like, changed it. If it would change it, but it wouldn't. Have. That would have just made you so happy, huh? That would have been funny. It's, it's it would have made me happy, but yeah. I think that would have been funny. You're stupid. You still love autos. I know you do. Deep down I, I I really care for all the people there. I know you do. Yeah. I've been here for six. Are you always are you gonna root? Years. Are you gonna root for your your former autos teammates in tournaments? Of course. You gonna root for Dude, me? I'm literally hanging out are with you all gonna, you guys all you gonna, the time. Are you, gonna, are you gonna root for me? Why are you trying to make it sound like I've even Listen, left? No, I'm that's my question. In your house right are you now. Gonna, are you gonna root for me at ADCC? Yeah, hell yeah. What about when I face you? We had this talk last the first episode too. We talked about how you're if you if I was in a triangle or I had you in a triangle. That would never happen. If you would kill me <laughs> through slam. The question is, would you root for me? In our fight? Yeah. You, <laughs> you got least, this, Josh. Would you at least wish me good luck? You, you got that guillotine tight, Josh. <laughs> Get it. You almost got me. Okay. I'm going to tap any second. Back, back to I'm fate. getting tired, Josh. Back. I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> back to the trading players. Yeah. I think Autos just gets the most... Uh, we get a lot of heat because we've been on top. We've been winning all the, I, well, we win all the major tournaments every year. The, Men, the, the Mendes brothers and Andre both... Uh, charitably brought some Brazilian guys to America. But I think some of these and guys came think... from Autos Affiliates in Brazil. They were part of, I mean, of Kynan and Jonatas? A number of them, yeah. Really? Not, I don't know. Maybe not Jonatas. But I don't some know where of them, the, yes. I don't know where. Um, I, that was the first time I'd ever met them or heard of them. Oh, shit. Did you see that headbutt? That Sorry. was brutal. Anyways. They're trying to do it again. Um, I don't, I don't know the full story, but I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing people to your team. I'm no. going to do that for my team, and I'm sure the athletes want to join the team. So, like, what's what's if what's... you're if you're an awesome competitor and no one and you're, you're not out there in the scene yet, hit come, me up. Come to Autos Jiu Jitsu. No, no, hit me up. Hit I got me up. you. Hit me up, guys. Hang on, do DJ on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you with <laughs> message your me visa. first. No, I used to live with Kina. You don't want to live with him. I don't want. To, they're not going to live with me. They're going to have their own place. Where are they going to live? They're going to live in my fighter house. I'm going to make. You're going to have a fighter house? Hell yeah. Where? Uh, next to my gym, including the dorms that are going to be inside. But you're not going to live there. No. So you're going to let these fucking fighters do whatever they want. In I will this have house. I will have some senior members of my team that I trust. That's how that's how rape happens, bro. You put a bunch of dudes in a house, and like they rape each other unsupervised in the house. I bet there's some hazing that's going to happen. Oh, you know there's going to be hazing. It'll be my house, and I will own. And you're going to be liable. I'll own the house. You'll be I'll liable. Have cameras in the house, and I will make sure that everyone acts. They're going to be hazing each other, and then one guy is going to like stick a something in someone else's butt. Okay, and there's, then... there's literally plenty of. You live in a fighter house too, dude. No, I don't. You, I used to. You used to. And did that ever happen? No, because I lived here and I monitored everyone. Okay, but it was they weren't your fighters. They're on. But it was my house, and I took responsibility for their actions. This is true, actually. Everyone I had you all these. You're not guys. responsible for someone who stays in your house for their actions. Otherwise, every room in this house, that, I would. That is not if, how the law works. If they acted inappropriately, I would and definitely crack no. the whip on them. Okay, but you're not going to get have any repercussions come legally. back to you. No, not legally. So it's not a big deal. So chill out. So let bro. them rape. Let you're them rape being, each you're other. Being super dramatic. Let them haze each other. I'm just saying, are, your guys are going to haze each other. Are you going to vote for the death penalty in your fighter house? <laughs> <laughs> Will you have that as a rule? So you started a team, you're going to open a gym, yes. and you're going to have a fighter house. I'm gonna have, yeah, I'm going to have a fighter house because I'm as much as I would love to keep training with all the Oscars guys, it's just not really realistic. So I need to create my own environment to train. Can I come visit? No. Never? You, uh, we can grant you visitation on weekends. Uh, to the house or the gym? The gym. 
So you basically you're gonna be you're gonna have that old school mentality where like oh you can't come here because you're from a different team. Ew. No, dude, do you do you think I'm that kind of person? Well, that's what you just said. I'm joking. Oh well, not everyone on the listening can decipher your bullshit okay. sarcasm. All right, man. Well, you're asking ridiculous questions. You already know that everyone already knows the answer to. Yes, I'm going to have you come to my gym if you want to come. Thanks. I'll train. Come anytime. So when can we go back stay to the if front? you want? You can stay. <laughs> Look at you trying yeah. to recruit. <laughs> Come, come to my gym, Josh. America. You're, team, you were born in this country. <laughs> Why are you fighting for Brazil? Um, so it's gonna be my whole angle. So you think it's cool that teams like recruit and trade? They don't, don't trade. Care. No, they don't trade. But would uh, it be cool if teams traded players? That, <laughs> that would funny. be interesting. For salaries, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, for if you're getting paid. So sure. that would be super interesting. Who would, um, who would you trade? I think that's something that really that that's going to be a real thing. Eventually, once there's more high-level athletes of a greater caliber to the point where it's like an overflow in each gym, how Otto's overflowed with, with talent at yeah. a certain point to the point where it's like me and like four other dudes are fighting in the same division and then like close with like with the closeouts being pushed as the proper solution for us meeting. It's like no one's going to want to stay in that environment or in that weight division. You know what would be amazing is if Jiu-Jitsu had like 30 major teams instead of five. Yeah. Like 30 major teams, yeah. right? And there's 30 well, teams. Well, eventually it'll come to that. Yeah. For sure. You know, we just need the smaller teams to get bigger. But like if Jiu-Jitsu had 30 major, major teams who are always contending for the title at all the major tournaments, that would be badass. Well. And then trading would make more sense. Right now it's just five major teams, right? Yeah. Autos, Alliance, Gracie Baja, Checkmat, GFT. I don't pay attention. Cisco Costa. Unity, six, seven. Yeah, it was less than ten. But if there was thirty, that'd be fucking awesome. So what we need is all the smaller teams to get bigger. Well, it just comes in time. That's just gets, gets bigger. But I'm getting old, bro. I, I want I want to be around to witness this. You will be around. You think? You're not gonna die. Maybe if soon. Elon Musk steps up his game, gets his cybernetics. Elon Musk should run for president. If he gets his cybernetics in order, so I can be a cyborg. I want Elon Musk in pres- as president, but he's not an Amer- He's not born in America. He doesn't need to be president. He can be a senator, or something. He's he needs to be president. congressman. He needs to be the leader. He's the leader of a corporation, which is arguably pretty damn powerful. He, the dude puts rockets in space. He's a little, yeah, isn't that insane? Like, I feel like if he was president, how he, can you, how he can be you be a, a businessman that came up with the idea of PayPal and then suddenly, like, later in your life, at, like, 45... Wasn't it called XPay at first? It was just called X.com. Oh. And later in your life, you started doing rocket engineering better than the government can. Like, their rockets are better than NASA. Well, because they can hire people and pay better. And they can hire smarter people. With well, them. regardless... That's, That's awesome. the, the problem with the government is they have limited limited funds. Well, the problem with the government is they have unlimited funds that they put in places that oh. don't benefit rocket science. <laughs> right, I guess. Um, yeah, I I just I'm I really like Elon Musk. Ever since I got uh, hey, don't look away from the mic, bro. We can't hear you. Yeah, well, I didn't really want to hear people. I didn't want people to hear what I was if, saying. Honestly, if you guys you guys didn't see it, but he was looking at the pimples on his shoulder. Yeah, pimples on my shoulder. What are you talking? Or about? the hair. Sorry, Harry Moles. You trying to nag me, bro? No. Um, I'm just curious about what our time frame is right now, so let's uh, double check that. We we've definitely gone over the hour and a half. Yeah. Can confirm, yeah. It says right here. Where are we at? We are at an hour, and we filmed that we did. Uh, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, we should wrap it up. Okay. Well, um, how do you want to wrap it up? 
well, first I want this off the screen. And then I want to... I got to go ahead and give my shout out to uh, Grapplers Guide again. Promo code Hinger BJJ. Hinger BJJ. If you want to catch my newest guillotine series. While you're on this whole like podcast kick of like creating your own content, you should create your own products, dude. You're leaving a lot of... I have a Hinger Teen DVD. Oh, it's old, though. I don't even like to promote it anymore. Yeah, well, that's not your product. Oh. So you're saying I should film a new DVD? Yeah, you should learn how Why to... do we call it DVDs? It's not even DVD anymore. Digital download. <clears throat> An instructional. An instructional. Digital download. Film and instructional. DDL. Well, as a jiu-jitsu athlete, you're, yeah, you, got, it's, it's, you owe it to yourself as one of the leading competitors. Well, thank you. In your niche. Niche. Niche of old guy, nogi jiu-jitsu. Oh, so you were on a you're on a nice well, I, comment. Well, I was going to keep going nice until you started like. Oh. Well, until I said gun. thank you. Yeah, until you said you're supposed to wait till I'm done. Okay, go ahead, finish telling but me. I was going to say like as an instructor or as an athlete that is known for a technique, you should control all of that that intellectual property because it is unique to you. Oh, okay. Maybe I will do that. I shut off the video, but I still have audio going. Well, I was just, I just think it's very important that athletes, and this is another reason I think I was uh, kicked out of autos, was I was telling a lot of the athletes that they should control their intellectual property 100%. And I think it's really, would be really smart to do that. Because that's all we have from like a, like a making a living standpoint. Right. I agree. That's all you got. Yeah. And giving that to, giving that away to people, even like, in some cases for for free in other cases for portions of the profit just do it yourself it's not that hard well what do pro athletes do they get paid real money from the their leagues that they're in we right. don't have that but they don't have rights to their intellectual property yeah but they're right. all... they perform it gets recorded it gets resold that our sport is so much different than that our sport is a sport I of agree. hobbyists who want well, to learn our moves i know i'm just i'm just kind of totally arguing. different I'm just counter-arguing for the sake of counter-arguing. Well, at least have a good argument if you're going to do that. No, I'm just, I mean, the point is, like, football players get paid millions of dollars. So, yeah. it's like, whatever. We get paid. Well, the, tr- the truth is, as a, as a jiu-jitsu athlete, sure, you can be a jiu-jitsu athlete, but that is not your profession. That's our hobby. Your profession is teaching. teaching. I agree. You're a in- jiu-jitsu instructor. I know. I used it. to like to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a professional jiu-jitsu athlete. I'd, like, write that on, like, forums and stuff. And then I realized, like, wait, I'm not. I'm an instructor. Yeah. I'm just a jiu-jitsu the, the competitions are for promoting your instruction. The competitions are incredibly important for jiu-jitsu validity to make sure your moves actually work. Because yeah. there are people that just make shit up and right. post it on Instagram I agree. without ever testing it. A lot of good competitors do that because they see that instruction is the way to go. And they start just making moves up that they've never actually done a competition and have no real bearing on, like, if it's functional or not. And Bro, then they just teach it. Those fucking YouTube techniques where someone, like, jumps and flies and spins around and they, they like, bypass the back that they had two seconds ago just so they can, like, drop down and get a heel hook. That's an like... extreme example. But there's also moves that look like they could work and they can even be, like, fundamental looking to, like, beat, like, a worm guard position, for instance. And they've never actually been done. Right. Like, and it's just purely for, like... Oh, this could work. And they're, if if like if there are any jiu-jitsu athletes that are watching this that have done that, you're doing a huge disservice to jiu-jitsu by spreading false information. Spreading misinformation. You're literally though. just teaching people bullshit. It's, it's like it's you're, no different. you're turning it into Taekwondo. That's why I put on these fucking guys in the beginning of the show with a no-touch knockout. Let's go back to it. Yeah, that's like literally what people are doing, and they're doing it just for like Instagram views. 
I know. It really pisses me off when I see someone do some super crazy flying acrobatic jujitsu move, and they bypass three really obvious submissions. So I don't, I don't mind that it. as much because if anyone were to go and attempt that in a drilling situation, they wouldn't even be able to perform it, right? Because it's more of an acrobatic thing. My problem is with the people who post something that's like, oh, yeah, just do this to break this grip. And it's just like a weird little foot movement or a knee movement. And it's like, oh, yeah, it worked. But it really is just the guy kind of just letting go because it's like that's the jujitsu drilling mindset is to just kind of let the person do whatever they're going to do so they can get their rep in, regardless of if it actually works or not, which is why I think drilling is stupid. One of the reasons. So I don't like that even more because people can actually go try it in a drill. The drilling partner will just do the whole mindset of just letting them do the move. Right. It doesn't actually work in a live situation under any circumstances, and that's what you're promoting is what you're teaching. It doesn't make any sense, and it's just it's cheapening jujitsu as a whole. That's why I I Look at this the techniques guy. I teach I always do them competitively. This fucking guy is so stupid. He's always teaching about like pressure point knockouts and stuff, and like just like tap your jaw and then you fucking collapse. And he's talking about the chi. You know, a lot of these guys even convince themselves, and then they they try and fight MMA fighters. Have you seen those yeah. videos? Yeah, oh those are always God. really satisfying yeah. to watch because they'll like keep trying. They get punched in the mouth once, and they're just kind of like, they're like, wait a second. Uh, and they stand back up bleeding, and they keep trying to fight. Okay, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. I forgot what we were talking about. Anyways, shout out to my sponsors, Hat Rock Sports. Moscova, Monkey Tape, Gnarly Nutrition, and CBD Distillery. And I have a promo code on Habrock now also. It's Hinger BJJ Shocker, I know. Nice. But if you're going to buy what? a Z at Habrock, use my What's code. What's the discount? Um, I actually don't know if it's a discount, but it definitely gives me 5% commission. So That's pretty good. Well, yeah, I, I'll take it. It's okay. Hinger because BJJ. I don't know the... Pretty much every promo code is Hinger BJJ, except CBD Distillery. My promo code is Josh10 for 10% off. Cool. I have no promo codes to give. Because you're self-employed. Um, I just don't like, uh, I don't take con- like sponsorship stuff that include that. I just want something just simple. Right. Flat. But like, 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 for example, like I get, a, I get paid monthly from a sponsor, but they also want the promo code because it tracks. To track, yeah. You know. I just don't like having to deal with it personally. Yeah, it's just I, I do. I I spend a lot more of my time in other things. They got they got to know if what I'm saying to the public is useful to them or not. For so sure. the promo codes are useful in that sense. Yeah. So guys, we have but few, it, we, first of all, actually, I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Hypnotic Gordon Rand's former sponsor. They're like, they're not in business anymore. Former. Yeah, he's he's like not under contract with them anymore. He posted on his Instagram and about they, it, and, and I just think that's interesting. That as the one of the loudest people on social media, and like that's basically what sponsors are paying for is your social media presence. So like maybe just, that loudness didn't help the sales. Oh shoot, that's a, who knows? Are you taking a shot at Gordon? I'm just saying, I'm saying I'm saying if you're gonna think about doing that, maybe it does affect your company sales. Yeah, who knows? It's just something to think about. Interesting. Kind of like if you're like playing the bad boy mentality, a lot of people don't want to go to your seminars. But that's that's not the case with Gordon because he has a lot of seminars. Yeah. But I don't know. He does it a little differently. But I don't think AJ is getting many seminars. AJ? Come on. Those Gracie Baja guys, dude, they they kill it. They just go all the Gracie Baja gyms. There's like 900 of them. So yeah. if they just stay within their own little Gracie Baja circle. They... I guess it's a, that's, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure of it. I don't know I just, for a fact. But it was just a thought that popped into my head for a second when you mentioned them counting or being able to track how much it helps. Yeah. So 
Okay, guys, I just wanted to apologize for the technical issues we had a little earlier, so we have to splice some of these videos together because my computer got... It, sh it should be pretty seamless. Okay. Yeah, well, if I do it right. Maybe you'll notice, maybe you won't, but we'll see. If you notice it, because Keenan did a shit job. Is this our fourth episode or third? This is our third episode. Okay. Yeah, I have a fourth episode that's already recorded, but I'm going to release it later. Um, I just wanted to get three of our episodes up first. Cool. So. And is your episode... It's just going to go on Spotify because it's audio only? Um, no, it'll be on all the platforms. It's on Except Sp my YouTube channel. It won't be on your YouTube channel, no. That's correct. But it'll be on the Matt Byrne website. It'll be on the Matt Byrne YouTube channel. It'll be on all the platforms. So, yeah. Cool, man. Good talk. Good to talk to you again. You know what I really like about these podcasts more than anything mm. is that we don't talk all week. Yeah, we save it. And then we finally get together, and then so we just talk and about we lash out at each other. Yeah, and just get out all our frustrations yeah. verbally. Yeah. Don't, don't hit the table like that. Okay. All right, guys, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs>